Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Tech Podcast. This is episode 60 and I'm about to sell my car. So I mentioned this before, I believe in previous episode at one point that I was maybe considering this. And uh, yeah, so I finally have just cleaned out my car completely. There's nothing of mine in it. and have listed it for sale and have people that are finally uh, calling and texting that are interested. And when I say this, you might be thinking, well, yeah, well, that's fine. So yeah, you just get another car. No, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is selling my car and not having a car. And this is uh, interesting. Because it depends on where you live. You may be like, oh, yeah, that's whatever. If you live in a major city, you're like, okay, whatever. That's, you know, that's a normal thing. You just don't have a car. It's not a big deal. You just take the train or whatever. Yeah, I don't live in a city. Um, so it's a little bit nutty for me to have this position. But what I've determined is a few things about cars. Um, you know, for one, obviously it's useful to get around, (laughs) but I, I also just really love driving. I actually really quite like, like enjoy driving back roads and that sort of thing. That was kind of like a, you know, a a thing where you kind of, you just start driving and kind of get, get yourself lost and eventually find your way. I like, I enjoy that quite a bit. Um, So it's not that I don't enjoy driving, and I also understand there's some utility with it. However, there is also, like for me, in terms of like the minimalism process, you know, everything, every item that you own is on the table for discussion when it comes to minimalism, right? Things that you may have not previously considered and with the vehicle, it's taken me probably two, she's at least a year to get up the courage to really like, to really take this step. And it's still a little bit scary because, um, because, you know, it's kind of, a, it's a thing I've never experienced. It's like, I've always had a car. Um, I think there was a brief time in college when I didn't, but that was about it. And again, you know, that's kind of like one of those things. It's not a big deal um, at the time. And so, but the thing is like this, like if I was to move to a city, then becomes a non-issue. If I stay not living in a city, uh, it's less of an issue than it's ever been before. And so the reason is, you know, there, there's more opportunity supposedly for remote work. And a lot of more people are working from home and, um, you know, or, or, you know, if you work locally or whatever, if you have the opportunity to like walk, to be within walking distance of, uh, you know, and that's a thing. Like you can, you can reorient yourself around your place of employment so that you are either in walking or like biking distance. Like it's not an impossibility, right? So even if. You know, if I was to, um, whatever happens, like with employment or with this business thing, you know, there's, there's walking possibilities and it's like, 
I think it's one of those things like with minimalism you start from a perspective of like it's so shocking but there's people out there who have just never had a car so for me to sit here and go oh my god I can't believe I'm gonna like sell my car and have a car like that's not really it's some people's reality for most of their lives so to have a choice about it is interesting um what i would also feel like without uh feel about with cars is that they're really they're really are they're really a um they're really toys like there was much more utility in the past right and specifically driving to work right so if that's your situation and that's what you got to do you got to do what you got to do it's a like becomes like a business expense, a work expense. Um, most people don't treat it that way, but that you know, if that's what you're primarily using it for, or need it for, then you know. Um, otherwise, I find vehicles to be like. There's just a few issues with, with cars that I, I, I've really been kind of annoyed with. One of them is that this sort of maintenance and repair aspect of vehicles. So I, I like to keep good care of my, take good care, take good care of my things, like what it, regardless of what it is. And that obviously includes my vehicle. But I've, I've noticed whenever I take my car into the shop and I'll say to them, like usually there's some specific issue, but I'll also I'll always say to them, you know, I'm, I'm into preventative maintenance, so if you see anything else that needs to be, like, upgraded or replaced or whatever, like, please let me know. And every single time, they would say, and this is multiple shops, they would say, nope, looks good, looks great, you're all set. And they have some of this mentality of, like, we're not going to touch something unless you tell us to do that, right? But... As someone who's not a car person, per se, right, or doesn't work on cars themselves, you're relying on these people to tell you what the issues are. And that's where, like, a trust factor comes in and, you know, depends on who looked at your car that day or whatever. I'm like, whatever, you know, needs to be done. And there's some good places out there, right? They're not all, like, bad places. There's good places. Um, but one of the things that they don't do Unless, and this has only happened to me once where I specifically asked for it. I asked, um, I, first of all, I knew what the issue was before I went in there, which is not something that should be the case, right? I shouldn't have to know what I want before I go in there, right? It's like you should be able to take it to them and then they tell you what's wrong or what needs to be done or what the maintenance is or whatever. Um, and maybe this type of experience I'm talking about, maybe that actually happens on higher end vehicles where you, you know, you go to a specific like dealer um, and there's specific maintenance that they do uh, at specific time intervals. I have not had that experience. Um, but I asked specifically like, hey, do this thing. Um, for car people out there, it was like the, um, it was the valve cover gasket. It's not the head gasket, it's a valve cover gasket. It's a different thing. It's basically like, you know, because I just started watching all these car videos on YouTube because I was like wanting to learn more about this because I care about my car and I want my car to be in good condition 
and I don't feel like the mechanics are telling me what's wrong with it or things that could be like you know preventative maintenance whatever so I discover that there's the thing like okay you can there's a, a little gasket it's like a little I don't know material there's a little plastic thing that like is like a little it seals the like a, a part of your engine um, where you know there's a lot of oil and things that are well around this is a terrible explanation right but this gasket goes bad over time so you can replace it and it actually helps and so I went to this place and I said hey can you do this replace the valve cover gasket and also take pictures of it and they did he sent me picture text messages which I thought was great and it was like the best experience I've had so far because I could see the before and the after right it's not that I need to know everything about it but I can I can see oh okay yeah look that's how bad it was and oh then now it's good you know I still don't know exactly like did they replace all the little seals or not I don't know who knows but you know that sort of experience was good I guess, but it's like also requires me to be so engaged with it and me to be really on top of it in order to even know what to ask for in the first place. Um, so it go and it, what happens is like over time it goes from like, like everything's cool, everything's great, to at one point you bring it in and are like, oh, it's this and this and this and this and this and this and that. It's like, you know, I saw you a few months ago, like you didn't notice any of this stuff back then. <laughs> Um, so it's a, it's a weird situation and, and what it, what does for me is it makes me want to like actually work on vehicles. Cause I'll see like, there's a few YouTubers that, um, that do this for specific types of vehicles. And you can tell the amount of like care and attention that they give to the vehicles that they actually own. Right. Cause as they're fixing one thing, they notice, oh, this thing over here actually should probably be done and then they can they they'll say to themselves well i can get done at this time interval i can do it now or i can wait till this date and do it you know and they create a little list for themselves and they go through and they just like they fix the things right let me oh this let me replace this line or whatever and you just don't get that experience and i think there's like a general thing of like i guess mechanics are like a they're a lot of clients want to keep their costs down, um, but also, uh, I guess there's something about like maybe from their perspective, it's a liability thing. Like they only want to deal with the one thing that you ask them to do. But a lot of this has to do with like maybe them having experiences with bad customers or annoying customers. So when they have a good customer, they don't recognize it, the difference. And they'll just kind of, you know, they just kind of do their thing. And over time, they they have their business and it's fine. Um, now we're kind of seeing electrical ve electric vehicles, which really are not maintenance-free in reality. They have just different issues. So you still need, you know, assistance with different things. Um, but I also feel like that whole backroads driving experience that I'm talking about is really... It really says to me that vehicles are a toy, right? Plus of the fact that like you're spending all this money on maintaining and upgrading and and you know just you're not necessarily upgrading but maintaining and and fixing issues and things like that. It's like there's a lot of effort and energy and time and obviously money as well. Um, 
if I'm going to have a vehicle, and if it's more of a toy, to the to the to the point where you know even now you can order groceries on your phone and have them show up at your house. You don't have to go to the grocery store anymore. Um, then the vehicle that I own, like it should be like a toy toy. Right, like instead of like, let's not pretend that this these cars or these things have like utility. Um, it's if it's really a toy, like why not just have a toy? And so this is where I think like you know, motorcycles and things like that come in. I'm not a, um, I'm not uh, how to say this. I'm not a motorcycle person because I think it's just you know, two wheels is a little it's a little terrifying. Um. I'm more comfortable with three, so you know I need I need at least three wheels on a vehicle, um, and I think that my plan is we'll see how this goes. It could be a disaster, and I hate it, and I regret it, and I realize I need to go get another car. But I, you know, it's something that I've thought about for a long time. A, I have to walk more; it's inconvenient. Right, but what's really inconvenient? Inconvenient means burning calories. Inconvenient means fresh air. Sometimes it means some rain, or depending on where you live, maybe some snow. But there's also something about like being outside and being outdoors in the elements. Like people purposefully, like, will drive places just to be outside. Like they'll have to take time away, as like a vacation to be outside. So if I just have more of that outside time on a regular daily basis, even though it becomes more of like a decision that I forced upon myself, then you're still getting that outdoor experience. And probably the last time I talked about this was because I, I had a little issue with my vehicle. There's like a line that broke and instead of fixing it right away, I just left it as is for like a few weeks and I forced myself to walk and it was great. It was really great. Um, but then eventually, you know, I got it fixed and it's like, this is kind of what I find. Like you bring the, in, you bring the convenience back and there's like new stresses that pop up because of it, right? Your fast food and coffee consumption, like, you know, fast food, coffee consumption go up, for example. Um, and your exercise and your, your outside time go down dramatically. So, so yeah, I'm kind of making this because it's like it's it's finally happening. It's it's finally happening. Um, you know, I had to adjust the price a little bit, and so where I'm finally getting getting calls and and getting people who are ready to meet up about it, about it. And you know, I'll probably knock on wood. I'll probably be selling it maybe possibly this week. Um, so. Yeah. Um, and it, it just, it's just like, so from a financial standpoint, obviously there's no maintenance costs. There's no gas costs. There's no insurance costs. There's no yearly license um, costs for like, depending on what state or country you live in, there's typically like, you know, fees that you have to pay every year for vehicles. So all of those things, um, I can reallocate temporarily. 
right? So if I if I take that same money and I just put it into another another quote unquote vehicle, not the one with wheels, um, financial vehicle, then um, if I realize in like six months or a year or something like that, then you know then I'll just go get it again. But I'm really curious about this experiment, like as an experiment. And they've already had you know a few weeks of a window to seeing what it's realistically like in the and when I did it was like the worst weather conditions possible so and it was totally doable and it was it was surprisingly enjoyable like really surprisingly enjoyable I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would so yeah that's what I'm doing um just part of my minimal, minimalist journey you know, um, part of it is like you become like lighter and lighter and lighter where you can kind of lift off <laughs> the idea. You know, some people become like, you know, freelancers where they just doing their thing and they're moving around and, you know, whatever. I'm very interested in that type of thing. Um, I have the opportunities for some contract work this week, which is really great. Uh, and um, I'm still pushing forward with... Um, with my business as well. I've been considering making a video about where I'm at with that, where I can actually show off um, some of the physical things that I'm doing and uh, some of the like space that I'm securing and um, some of the products that I have um, together. And uh, yeah, I'm, it's like getting to this point where I like, I actually have to launch this thing like very soon i'm gonna do a soft launch and maybe i'll maybe like i was just gonna tell friends and family about it basically like to if they wanted to go and um i'll tell them what the website is and they can go and kind of purchase some 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 of the products and uh you know it's it's kind of a test phase it's soft launch it's like okay maybe make sure all the functionality and everything is is working because i built this application from scratch it's like an entire e-commerce platform um, with a, a point of sale like front end um, that I'm working on now so uh, but for the e-commerce aspect of it um, I can put it up and do that so maybe I don't know I kind of been going back and forth about like if I should talk about it on the podcast or not I've mentioned the business stuff a little bit but uh, you know part of it also is like I'm all in I'm all in <laughs> With, uh, with with what I'm doing here. Um, and I just think that for myself, you know, having, like, being forced to walk. And, you know, if I lived in certain countries, like, I've heard, like, I've heard of, like, I think it's Norway, perhaps, or um, a few other countries that are, like, really, like, walking and biking friendly. Um, and I'm just really, I'm, I'm, I'm a little jealous about that. Because I don't live in an area that's like particularly nice for walking or biking, really. It's really not. I mean, there's mostly sidewalks, so you can kind of, you know, you can use those. But it's not really set up for for alternative transportation. And, uh, you know, but it, it certainly makes me wonder about other places and that ability to, to do that. It was like, I was on a minimalist app for a while, and there was someone, I think, that were in Norway... And it was just beautiful. It's like mountains and, you know, just people are just walking and biking everywhere. It's amazing. 
Um, so this is kind of a step towards that. Like even though I'm not doing it in the place that's friendly for that, it's like I'm probably in one of the more unfriendly places in terms of not having a vehicle, right? In terms of walking, biking. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I think part of this podcast is just, just to kind of like get my nerves up around this uh, around this thing where I, I really got to follow through with it and um, yeah, just let the, let the vehicle go. It's going to be weird. It's going to be really weird. So as always, thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. Uh, if you find any value at all from these podcast episodes, uh, I really do appreciate uh, leaving um, a positive comment, uh, particularly the I, I mentioned like Apple Podcasts. Uh, I did receive a positive review a, a little while ago, and it's like it really does help, you know. And that sort of also, it's also a um, a way for me to to kind of hear from listeners to know like what they like and what they don't like, right? So like the last episode I made was, was a lot more video game based. And that was because I got a positive comment was from somebody that talked about how they enjoy the video game episodes. So if you know if you enjoy the the car stuff, whatever, if there's a topic that that's like sort of um, you know within the realm of minimalism and technology that you'd like me to discuss more, but you know that's a great way to do it. It's just you know say hey you know enjoy the podcast. Here's five stars, and uh, you know this is what I'd like to hear more of, kind of a thing. Because I, I consider this very much like a philosophy podcast. It's sort of um, exploring minimalism and technology um, and the ways that technology both enhances and stresses uh, us and, and where that balance is for, for each of us. And um, I enjoy that journey. So thanks for listening uh, regardless. Take care. <laughs>